Let us begin. Welcome to Bruce Stilled, everyone. I'm your host, Brandon, and this episode of Bruce Stilled, I've been recapping the recent NFL playoffs wildcard action this past weekend. And it was by far a very dramatic weekend, a lot of upsets, a lot of action, but also showing some dominant teams, particularly with Buffalo, which I'll get to here in a few minutes. But before I get to the action recap of this past weekend's NFL action, the beer impaired with this past weekend NFL action is called the Black Boss Porter, which is another porter out of Poland. It by far is an excellent porter, a really good porter out of Poland. Just like last week's episode, I was talking about having more porters here from Poland here in Bruce Stilled. And I got another one for the second consecutive weekend here. The Black Balls Porter is by far an excellent porter. You definitely want to check out. A very popular porter as well. Definitely an excellent product out of Poland, which I've now come to learn makes really excellent porter beers. And I'm so glad to have them here in California and hopefully to have them in your neighborhood as well because you definitely want to check out this beer. It's definitely good beer for the winter season. This porter from Poland is brewed from Boss Brewer Winika SA from Poland. It's classified as a Baltic porter just like last week with an ABV of 9.4%. It really has a nice dark coloring to it. Really dark coloring like a porter would have, which really does add a really good sense of authenticity to this beer. It has a nice flavor of coffee dark chocolate is also not overwhelming at the same time, making this for an easy porter to drink. And also notice a very roasty caramel flavor to the beer as well, really adding to the coffee and chocolate flavors of this beer. Also has a good malty sense to it as well, but also not overwhelming at the same time. It's a really well-balanced porter, really definitely something you want to have a dessert, and I paired this with a piece of cake from Nuggets Brewing, so I was looking to do another dessert pairing with this beer, having more dessert and beer pairings during the Brewstill podcast. So I found this piece of cake from Nuggets Brewing to pair with this porter, and this piece of cake has like a cookies and cream frosting on top of it, but it's also not a very dense, rich piece of cake that I was able to pair this with from Nuggets with an Oreo cookie on top. So having this piece of cake paired with this porter from Poland was an excellent dessert and beer pairing because you really did offset each other in the end. I was wondering if I needed a more dense or rich flavor piece of cake for this beer. I got one that's also well balanced, just like the beer. So pairing this Baltic porter with a piece of cookies and cream Oreo cake really made for a very nice pairing, a really nice snack. You know, have a big dinner with this beer. This beer is definitely a beer you want to have the very hearty meal, but also with a nice dessert in the end. And going back to the beer, it has a nice bottle as well. I like the bottle like a darker bottle like a porter should be. With a term black balls right on the bottle. So this is an easy beer to spot. If you're looking for porters and stouts at your local grocery store or your local liquor store, look for the term black boss porter on the bottle. It's a darker bottle just like any porter should be. But this is definitely a porter worth checking out. An excellent product out of Poland. And I'll definitely rank this porter as amongst the best porters I've had here in Brewstilled. As this indeed is a porter you definitely want to try. So do check out the black boss porter. An excellent porter you definitely want to check out. And as the beer and pairing with Wild Card Weekend for the NFL. Now, the beer pairing, the dessert pairing taken care of, it's not time to get into the recap of this past weekend's NFL action with Wild Card Playoffs. You know, it was by far a very disappointing weekend in some cases, which I'll get to later, and this is regarded by the Dallas Cowboys. That game was a dumpster fire, and I'll be talking about the Cowboys later in terms of where they go next, because right now, they got nowhere to go, but I'll get to that later. But first, though, talk about the first game of the weekend, and that game was with the Bengals and the Raiders this past Saturday night. The Bengals defeated the Raiders by a score of 26-19, which ended a long-time play playoff drop for the Bengals. The Raiders have now been eliminated from the playoffs. I don't know where they're going to go next right now. They still got to be a head coach, but I do believe their guy is Rich Bisacci. They definitely need to keep him around. But will Derek Carr stay with the Raiders after the season? He had one touchdown, one interception in his game, threw for 310 yards. But in the end, it was not enough for the Raiders to win this game. In the end, Derek Carr threw an interception late in the game, which sealed the fate of the Raiders, eliminated them from the playoffs, allowing the Bengals to advance. Now, I thought the Raiders were going to win this game, so I did not get his prediction correct. 
I thought the Raiders would win this game. But I thought they're going to advance into the playoffs. I thought they had to be like a dark horse team, a team to watch out for. But in the end, the Bengals proved that to be too much for the Raiders, and the Bengals are now moving forward in the playoffs. So I'm wondering just how far can the Bengals go? Because they got a good system going on. They were definitely a team to watch out for. They made the right choice getting Joe Burrow. Now, when Joe Burrow was drafted by the Bengals, many were wondering if he should even refuse to play for the Bengals. In the end, Joe Burrow chose to play for the Bengals when he was drafted by them, and now it's paying off in the end for the Bengals. They're now a legitimate team advancing into the playoffs. But for the Raiders, I don't know where they're going to go next right now. They're definitely in a state, not in a state of disarray. They're definitely a pretty solid team. They're amongst the best coaching jobs right now in the NFL. So I think the Raiders, next season, they're definitely going to be doing pretty well. They're definitely a serious team. But right now, their season is over. Their journey and this year's 2021-2022 NFL season is now officially over. They have been the first team eliminated for the playoffs as of this past Saturday. But the Bengals, just how far can the Bengals go? They're definitely a pretty good team. But 26 points, I think when they start going forward into the playoffs, when they start assuming they play more advanced teams in their next game, which I'll get to in a few minutes, they definitely need to put more points on the board going forward in the playoffs because the Raiders, they were able to get away with them with the Raiders. But if the Bengals win their next game, they got to put more points on the board. They can't win their next game by 26 points alone. They got to step up more. So I think their offense has really got to do more in the next game. I definitely don't think that'd be a profit Joe Burrow, but is Joe Burrow enough for the Bengals to advance further? Or do the Bengals need more personnel, which can get into the next draft later this year but right now the Bengals they got a good team going right now but do they have enough personnel to make a deep playoff run despite winning their first game against the Raiders that's the question I have right now for the Bengals and that is how far will they go in the playoffs and how they do in their next matchup but right now as of right now the Bengals are advancing and the Raiders are out this now brings me to the next game on the list and this game was a dominant game behalf of Buffalo when Buffalo faced off against New England in the wild card it was also a home game for Buffalo as well which probably added to how they kicked the ass in New England Buffalo won this game by a score of 47 to 17 a very dominant performance for Buffalo. I mean, this game was wild. I mean, from the very beginning of the game in the first quarter and all the way to the second quarter, all the way to halftime, it was pretty much clear Buffalo was going to win this game. I mean, they had the game in control. They never lost control of the game. They were putting on a very good demonstration. The only issues they had, though, were on field goals. They missed some field goal kicks, which in the end did not cost them the game, but it's something that could probably come back to haunt them later in the playoffs if they're going to become successful. But in the end, Buffalo won this game by a score of 47-17. I mean, New England did not look how they looked always because this game is a third time these two teams matched up the third game they had they were both one-on-one this season but in the third matchup the third rematch he had Buffalo won this game in a big way 47-17 by 47 points that was a major win for Buffalo they definitely made a major statement so they're moving on no doubt they won this game very easily I thought maybe just maybe in the second half New England's probably gonna make a comeback but there was no sign of any comeback on behalf of New England it's almost like New England knew that this game was gonna be a loss and they kind of came to terms with it that's what I was seeing in this game Buffalo though they were really in control. Now the question I have for Buffalo is, was this just like a one-time game over their divisional rival? But can they do a repeat of this in the next game in the playoffs? Are they indeed going to be a dominant team in the playoffs? Because right now they did the opposite of what Cincinnati should have done. And that is they put a lot of points on the board in order to secure a victory in this playoff game. And Buffalo's running back, Devin Singletary, he was the most dangerous player in this game for Buffalo. So I definitely say watch out for Singletary in future matchups here in the playoffs. Because right now he's pretty much the most valuable player right now for Buffalo next to Josh Allen. That combo did a lot of damage to England in this game, along with the wide receivers as well for Buffalo, particular Dawson Knox, who had two touchdowns in this game. This is a very high-scoring game. Buffalo had a lot of offensive weapons in this game. Their offense was really standing out. And Josh Allen had five touchdowns in this game, proving that he is indeed the primary leader for Buffalo's offense going into this further into the NFL playoff season. But right now, Buffalo, they are indeed a very dangerous team to play. Their offense right now is on fire. And it will not be surprised to see them in the Super Bowl this 
year. He's got to stay consistent, which I don't think is going to be a problem for them because right now they're putting a lot of points on the board. But can they continue that in the playoffs? I definitely think they will, but will it be enough for them to go into the Super Bowl? But right now, Buffalo, they are a team to watch right now. Their victory over New England is not only a statement, but it's also showing them as a team to watch. So we'll see what's next for Buffalo. How far will they go? I'll go more into Buffalo later in the episode when I start talking about the matchups for the second round of playoffs. Right now, Buffalo, keep an eye on them because right now they're a very dangerous team. Now, my third game here is with Tampa Bay and the Philadelphia Eagles. Tampa won this game easily, like how Buffalo defeated New England. Tampa won their game over the Philadelphia Eagles by a score of 31-15. Tom Brady had two touchdowns on this game for 271 yards. And it's also worth noting that Tom Brady will be coming back for another season with Tampa Bay after this season. And Tampa was in control of this game throughout the entire game. There was no sign of a Philadelphia comeback. Tampa had full control from the very beginning all the way to the end. And despite losses under offense, Tampa was able to score a lot of offensive points in this game with the rushing and also wide receivers. So definitely Tampa, they got a really well-balanced offense despite the injuries they had this season and also with the incident with Antonio Brown. Tampa is still a team to be reckoned with. I mean, I definitely think they're going to go into the Super Bowl. I don't think Green Bay is going to get there. I think Tampa Bay is definitely a team to beat right now in the NFC. And they made that known by their victory over the Philadelphia Eagles. So right now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're definitely a dangerous team, another dangerous team to watch this time for the NFC as opposed to the AFC of the Buffalo Bills. But Tampa is a definitely a team they're on a roll right now. Tom Brady is on fire. So in the end, like, like if any have said before, never underestimate Tom Brady. He is indeed a great quarterback despite the age he has. He's definitely shown that age is not a factor in the NFL. He has made that known several times and this is another classic example in his victory over the Eagles. The question I have right now for Tampa is, can he continue to maintain his momentum? They were the wild card last year. They ended up winning the Super Bowl last year despite being in the wild card playoffs which in the end doesn't really mean anything. But in the end Tampa, I think they could repeat this year. In the end, can they make a repeat this year? I think they could, but definitely Tampa, they definitely are in a good spot right now in the playoffs. And also, will we see the matchup against Green Bay, possibly an NFC Championship game? That's the question I have right now. That'll be definitely be a good dream matchup. Green Bay faced off against Tampa, which would be a home game for Green Bay should this game ever occur in the playoffs. But right now, that's a dream matchup. Tampa Bay and Green Bay facing off an NFC Championship. Will that event occur? We'll just have to wait and see. But right now, Tampa, they're advancing into the playoffs, and we'll see just how far they can go. This now brings me to Kansas City Chiefs game as they defeat the Pittsburgh Steelers in what was likely Ben Roethlisberger's last game in the NFL by a score of 42-21. Patrick Mahomes had five touchdowns and one interception with 404 yards, a good game for Patrick Mahomes, also his dominant performance by Kansas City in this game. The receiving core for Kansas City was also a valuable asset in this game as well for Kansas City in his victory over Pittsburgh. But right now, Kansas City, their closest rival right now in the AFC right now is the Buffalo Bills. And they will be facing off against one another in the next round of playoffs, which I'll get to later. But right now, Kansas City, an impressive victory for them. They went through a lot this season with a lot of uncertainty. But this victory over Pittsburgh definitely does also continue to raise doubts that were around the Kansas City Chiefs right now. They could very well go to the Super Bowl, but their next matchup against Buffalo could very well be a hinderer and a roadblock in that quest. But going back to the game, Kansas City made a major statement against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was also, as I said earlier, Ben Roethlisberger's likely last game, marking the end of an era for Pittsburgh. But this is Kansas City's moment right now. They're advancing further into the playoffs in what will be an epic matchup against the Buffalo Bills. That is officially their next matchup, and I will be talking more about the matchup later here in the episode, but right now Kansas City, they're in a collision course with a very talented team. Two high-scoring teams are about to face off. And Kansas City right now, Kansas City proved they are indeed battle-tested. They got their battle-tested status from the season with all what they're going through with the uncertainty around them. But right now, Kansas City, they're making a statement right now. They just did that this past week against the Steelers. We'll see how far they can take that in the playoffs. Now for the next game, and this was one of the NFC matchups, and that was the Cowboys and the 49ers. Now this game had a lot of concerns for me as a Cowboys fan. I did not want to face it off against the 49ers. I did talk about this game
game with other Cowboy fans who all agreed with me that the 49ers were a team we did not want to see the Cowboys face, and in the end, we were unfortunately proven correct. As the 49ers won this game by a score of 23 to 17, the Cowboys ended up being unfortunately eliminated from the playoffs after one game. It was not a good game for the Cowboys at all. The defense did pretty good, but the offense for the Cowboys did not step up, which was a major concern I've had about this game because the Cowboys' offense have not been consistent all season. They have a good game, then a bad game. A good game, then a bad game. Unfortunately, in this game against the 49ers, they had a bad game. Dak Prescott had one touchdown with 254 yards. The Cowboys had no excuse for losing this game. They definitely should have won this game. They definitely should have put a lot of points on the board. They have a large and good offense. I just don't know what happened in this game. It all goes back to consistency. You know, Michael Irvin once said earlier about this game that in the end, it's the players who play the game. They're the ones on the field. It's the players who determine the outcome of the game. Unfortunately, we did not see that in this game, which definitely does raise a lot of questions for the Cowboys right now is, and that is just how disciplined is this team? Because not only are they not being consistent on offense, the Cowboys have been causing a lot of penalties in these games throughout all season, even in this game, which in the end come back to haunt them like a ghost, causing them to lose critical games, such as what happened over the weekend against the 49ers. So how much discipline do the Cowboys have? If there is no discipline, it's obviously coming from the coaching situation. Now, there has been speculation that Mike McCarthy might get fired after this game due to this loss. Now, I do believe Mike McCarthy is indeed the right coach of the Cowboys. I don't believe the Cowboys should fire Mike McCarthy, but now that I'm thinking about it, and after recent news is coming out, there could be a dilemma coming for the Cowboys right now. They're facing the prospects of losing both Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn to other teams. Now, I don't think losing Kellen Moore is going to be a major disaster for Dallas, and I definitely don't think that Kellen Moore should be promoted to head coach of the Cowboys if Jerry Jones were to fire Mike McCarthy. I don't think Kellen Moore is head coaching material. He's a decent coordinator, but not a head coach kind of person. I definitely do not want to see him coaching the Cowboys. So if Mike McCarthy is fired, could the Cowboys promote Dan Quinn for the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? I do believe that would be a better alternate scenario if Jerry Jones is to fire Mike McCarthy. But I think in the end, Jerry Jones is going to stick with Mike McCarthy as the head coach of Dallas Cowboys. I just hope that Dan Quinn sticks around. Dan Quinn did say that he's having a time of his life right now coaching the Dallas Cowboys as a defensive coordinator. But there's been a lot of buzz right now, but Denver Broncos hiring Dan Quinn. I've heard they have seeked permission to interview Dan Quinn. So we'll see how things play out the Cowboys right now. And that is Jerry Jones's dilemma right now in this offseason. What is he going to do with the coaching situation? Will he be willing to lose both Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn while holding on to Mike McCarthy? If that were to occur, who will take the place of Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore as all coordinators for the Dallas Cowboys? It's easier to replace Kellen Moore, but Dan Quinn right now, I don't think is replaceable. So we could see Mike McCarthy get fired. I still don't think that's going to happen, but it could force Jerry Jones to make a very tough decision in this offseason, which they're now in because they're no longer in the playoffs. But Dallas had no excuse for losing this game. This game was an epic disaster. It happened on national television. The 49ers are now advancing, but I don't think the 49ers are going to advance any further in the playoffs. We'll see how they do in the playoffs in the second round. But right now, the Cowboys, they're about to enter a very long offseason right now with a lot of questions they need to answer. They're also facing the prospect of losing wide receiver Michael Gallup due to the salary cap. If that were to occur, do the Cowboys draft a wide receiver in the first round? I did see a mock draft where the Cowboys do draft a wide receiver, although in the end, I think they need to go defense with a defensive end or a linebacker. But regardless of what decision they make in the offseason, the Cowboys definitely still got a lot of problems to deal with, and they will have to start looking to deal with those problems in the offseason. So we'll see how the Cowboys resolve these questions in the offseason, and you might get some news pretty soon in terms of what's going to be next for the Cowboys, but right now they're in a long offseason, and they need to take advantage of it, because right now their season is over. Now as for 49ers, in the end though, is this Jimmy Grappolo's last season with the 49ers? Will he return to the 49ers after the season is over? That might depend how they do in their next game in the playoffs, because right now 
without Garoppolo, he's got them in the playoffs. They defeated the Cowboys, obviously, but can Garoppolo do enough for the 49ers in their next game in order for him to stick around as their quarterback in the offseason and into next season? That there is one question have for the 49ers, and that is, what would they do in franchise quarterback? It's been speculated, but also not really resolved in terms of the question, and that is, did the 49ers choose Garoppolo a couple years ago over Tom Brady? We'll probably never know the answer to that question, because right now the Garoppolo situation is still an ongoing situation for the 49ers. The thing is, how they resolve that question, and will Garoppolo do enough for him to stay with the 49ers? Because right now the 49ers, they got Trey Lance. Trey Lance is waiting in the wings right now, and Trey Lance will not be sitting on the bench too long. That's not something the 49ers can afford to do. So even though Garoppolo, he won this game against the Cowboys, not the best game for him. Even if he does well enough in the next game of the playoffs, I just don't know if he's going to do enough to stick around as a 49ers quarterback, because right now Trey Lance is there. The 49ers drafted Trey Lance in the previous draft for a reason, and that is to be their eventual leader next quarterback. So I think Ian Garoppolo's on his way out. He's probably on his last hurrah right now in the playoffs. Even if he does well enough in the next game, I don't think he's going to do enough to stick around as a franchise quarterback for the 49ers. But if they part ways with Jeremy Garoppolo, where will he go next? And is Trey Lance ready to be the next quarterback for the 49ers? So we'll see how things play out with the 49ers in the next game, which will be against the Green Bay Packers. Now the 49ers have a good record of winning against the Packers in the playoffs, and I'll be talking about the game in a few minutes in terms of previews for all the other divisional round games. But I got one more game to recap here from Wild Card Weekend, and that game was the Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams, where the Rams defeated the Cardinals by a score of... 34 to 11. Now, during the season, it seemed at times that Arizona was going to get the number one seed in the NFC arms race, but they ended up going to the wild card weekend against the Rams, where they lost by a score of 34 to 11, which was pretty much a lopsided victory for the Rams. And where many expected the Cardinals to do a lot better than this, and I thought the Cardinals were going to do better than this, but now they've been eliminated from the playoffs, allowing the Rams to advance, where the Rams will be facing off against Tampa Bay this coming weekend. But it does raise a lot of questions about the Arizona Cardinals in terms of their future, and that is particular with head coach Cliff Kingsbury. Now, Cliff Kingsbury is hired as a coach for the Cardinals a few years back. There was definitely a lot of controversy around that move because he really didn't have a lot of qualifications or experience to become an NFL head coach. But now he's an NFL head coach and does not appear to be working out so well. So with the Arizona Cardinals decide to move on from Cliff Kingsbury, that remains to be seen. There's been no talk of that, but it's also been speculated at the same time that the Cardinals might make a change at the coaching position. They do have a decent roster, a good playoff roster, but as their coaching situation, their barrier towards success in the playoffs and also going to the Super Bowl. That could very well be the issue here. They'll definitely have an offseason where they got to work out some solutions to the problems they're facing, but coaching is definitely one they got to solve right away if they're going to make a change at head coaching position. Now, Kingsbury has made improvements to the roster and also improvements to the success of the Cardinals, but right now, many are starting to wonder if he's reached his peak as a Cardinals head coach and that someone else needs to come in in order for the Cardinals to advance further. That right there is my main question for the Cardinals. That is, will Cliff Kingsbury stick around as head coach? In the end, I think he's going to because at the Cardinals are going to make a move. We would probably be hearing more about it right now because a lot of candidates right now are going all around the country interviewing for the eight coaching jobs that are open right now in the NFL. If the Cardinals want to be the ninth team, they would have to make a move right now in order to get a good quality coach before they all get hired by someone else. So I think the Kingsbury situation is going to be an ongoing issue for the Cardinals. I think he's going to remain as head coach at the Cardinals going to next year, but can next season be his last year at the Cardinals? It'll depend how well they do, but he doesn't have a lot of time right now. So the question for Cliff Kingsbury is, will 
he get the Cardinals to the Super Bowl? Will he make that happen this coming season? Because right now, I don't see him going anywhere. So the question for Cardinals is, how are they going to spend this offseason? How are they going to take advantage of it? And how are they going to get past the barrier they're facing right now? And that there's my recap of NFL's wildcard weekend. It's now time to preview this coming weekend's NFL action with the divisional round. And the first game we're going to preview is going to be the Bengals and the Titans. This is going to be a pretty good game. The Titans had a first round bye. They're now facing the Bengals after Bengals defeated the Raiders in the wildcard weekend. So this is going to be a pretty good game, a pretty good matchup. And also, here's my prediction who will win the game. I believe the winner of this game is going to be the Titans. The Titans right now are a very good team. They're definitely on a roll. Now, many thought that the Chiefs should have had the first round bye, but the Titans got it in the end. But I think the Titans are going to justify that. They're going to win this game against the Bengals. That's who I'm selecting as a winner for this game this coming weekend, which will be played on Saturday. And that is, I had the Titans over the Bengals this coming Saturday. The second game, which will also be played on Saturday, is the 49ers going up against the Packers. Now, the Packers had a really good season. They got their first round bye for the NFC. Aaron Rodgers will probably be the MVP this season. But I think in the end, the 49ers are going to win this game. Now, this will be a major upset. So I have an upset special here. And that upset is the 49ers defeating the Packers this coming Saturday in a divisional round NFL playoffs. Now, as I stated earlier, the Packers have lost to the 49ers three times in the playoffs recently. So I think the Packers are going to lose this game. This will be a road win for the 49ers, advancing them to the NFC Championship. And that's my pick for this weekend's game with the 49ers and the Packers. And that is the 49ers defeating the Green Bay Packers. We'll see if the upset plays out. We then go to the Sunday games. we got the Rams facing off against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think Tampa Bay is going to win this game. Tom Brady will lead the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a home game victory over the Los Angeles Rams. And where Tom Brady will be facing off against his hometown team in a hypothetical matchup in the NFC Championship. This then takes us to the final game on Sunday, which I have as a game of the week. It's going to be an epic matchup. And that is the Buffalo Bills going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Both teams have a really red hot offense going on right now. Really two teams, high powered, full of energy, fun to watch, very exciting. And that's the Buffalo Bills going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, this game could go either way. The Buffalo Bills currently have a record of 11-6 and compared to the Chiefs' 12-5 and record. This is a game I've been thinking about all year, about these two teams probably facing off against one another. Now, here are who I think is going to win this game. I think it's going to be a pretty close game, but I think in the end, Buffalo is going to win this game. Buffalo will defeat the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, Chiefs could very well win this game, but I think in the end, the Buffalo Bills got enough momentum in order to carry them into the AFC Championship against the Tennessee Titans. But no doubt, it'll be very much an exciting game, but Buffalo will win this game. That's who I'm selected for this weekend's win with the Buffalo Bills over the Kansas City Chiefs. But then again, anything could happen, but I think the Buffalo Bills got enough momentum to win this game this coming Sunday. And that there shall be my recap on NFL Wildcard Weekend, and also my preview of the divisional round for the NFL playoffs, which has been a pretty interesting chapter in the NFL season as we're now closing out the end of the season with the Super Bowl coming up pretty soon. And it has been pretty much a wild and pretty exciting NFL playoffs so far. We'll see what happens in the divisional round. And I'll be back here to recap it here in Bruce Stilled. And that shall do for me here in this edition of Bruce Stilled. Go out there enjoy the NFL playoffs. Have some good craft beer, beer, bourbon, and whiskey. Good food as well as we enjoy the action from the division around NFL playoffs. I'm your host, Brandon. I'll see you all next time. And until then, be brewed and be the still, folks. Cheers. <laughs>